welcome everyone to another episode of Talk Your Thought by Katsuragi. Today, we are going to have another story talk where I will be blubbering about different topics. Today, I decided on my own that I want to talk about plant adaption. If you are into that, I have also a video podcast on my YouTube channel, Sakurako Space Katsuragi. It's Sakurako Katsuragi. But if, as usual, you wanted to listen to this, you may follow me on my podcast talk your thought you can find it on many podcasting platforms like spotify anchor and apple podcast if you also wanted to show support i have a patreon page at www.patreon.com slash talk your thought all right now so let us talk about plant adaption plant adaption is the word to define <laughs> no it's just an invented word but it is actually as the word suggests it is um when you are not the one who grew it from it from being a seed into a, a full-grown plant. It is when you buy it as in a pot and it is already sprouting with leaves and so on. But yeah, that is what I am doing currently and I have started it during the lockdown, during the quarantine period. And I just wanted to emphasize the, the idea that quarantine doesn't always just have this very negative connotation because we always think about it. And it's just so sad that people would always have something bad to say when it comes to lockdown. But they always forget to appreciate these little things. That many people have started something that is more productive when they are at, they are at the home. Something that is more um, inclined to um, our well-being. That is something that we have to always appreciate and always we have to have in mind. Let's, let us have that mindset that not because you are at home, not because you are locked down, then you can't do anything. Then your life will always will just be miserable. That is not the case. In our case, though, we uh, all of us, actually, we have adopted really well. Most of us do. And I, I hope that for some people who are still quite depressed because of this pandemic, um, I'm not telling you to stop, but there are things that you can do. There are things that would actually be useful for everyone and for yourself especially so those are the things that you know for self-care try to think of things that you we will feel more fulfilled you will feel more comfortable and exactly you what would make you be happier and so for me this is not just the only thing that made me happy or fulfilled during these times, these hard times. I know it is very serious. We are in a very serious situation. But we are able, we managed to find something that is worthwhile. Something that is for the, good for the environment and good for yourself as well. For me, plant adoption is something that we should all try to look at in a different light. It is not just for people who had money and people who actually... Uh, knows how to plant because exactly that is my story for today i don't know how to plant any plants <laughs> or even flowers for that matter for for the sake of myself i can't do it but i am trying i will be trying it but for now i started to do the plant adaption activity <laughs> I, I i just started adapting plants for now so in short buying plants because that is what i can handle for in the meantime um, and that started um, back when I was a child. 
it sounds like a very sad story and you know i'm trying to tell you one of my painful memories as a child so let us be serious no kidding <laughs> that is not true um essentially um back when i was in elementary school we have this science school project where we have to plant trees <laughs> no <laughs> Why, what am I, why, why I keep on bluffing? But anyway, yeah, we have this um, small science project where we have to plant seeds, exactly, mango seeds. And our grade would depend on how beautiful or how well it will, it will actually grow because that way they, they mentioned that it's like applicate, ap, you know, application of our science classes, you know, that we know what's, what soil to use, um, how, how well we should be watering them. How low the, the the I mean how deep it is going to be for the seeds in order for them to grow well and so on and so forth. But yeah, then the story goes. Then we have given that sign of a, that assignment or that project. So I went to the public market with my mom. The other palenque, I can't go there on my own. Uh, we went to the public market for us to buy mango seed, and I think I bought like an eighth of a kilo. And that is how they are selling those things um, in the market. And that is the same seeds that we are going to buy if we are going to cook some mongo um, as a viand. That, you know, that dish. <laughs> it is quite popular every Friday. And so I bought that one. I also have like this um, small pot with me because apparently mongo seed can grow anywhere. It's very easy. You can plant it in a, a very small pot and it will grow beautifully. It will grow healthily. And then I brought that with me and we planted that at home. And then bring it to the, um, the school in order for them to see if it's actually growing. And then days have passed. Days, actually even weeks. Mine is just a size of a matchstick. And that is when I realized, like, oh my goodness, all of my um, classmates' um, plants are already growing so well. Like, all of them, like, has these leaves already. And I think that there are even sprouting, like, mongo in there. Mine is just, <laughs> it's just a matchstick. And what is happening with, um, with me? I planted them the same. I told them, I asked them, um, what soil did you use? Is that like a loam soil <laughs> whatsoever? You know, it's not exactly loam soil, but they said that loam soil is one of the best for plants to to grow. But anyway, because that is what I studied, and I, as a child, I was that naive. And so, I thought that, oh my good, if that if this is one of the easiest plant to to plant <laughs> or to grow then I can't even grow something for myself. But that is my dream as a child. I wanted to have like a garden with all of those plants is planted by me. And I will be harvesting like strawberries in there. I will be harvesting a lot of good fruits and vegetables. But how will that even, how will I be able to achieve that if I can't grow a manga seed? And that is just like one of the you know, hardest realization for me. And and then you know I just realized that I don't have a green thumb, and they are they keep telling me that maybe you planted it wrong, you planted way too deep, and so on. But then I just don't listen to them. I just thought that maybe you know I can't, I won't be doing it again. But then I did try again. 
it's still during elementary days. They have this like, um, you know, the, those merchants that who are go you are going to your school and will be asking you if you wanted to buy some storybooks, um, child books, and then they also have this coloring materials and they have these seeds. So they are um they have this all kinds of variety of seeds, but I chose one that is also a cure for asthma because that is how they they are marketing this to children and for as a child for me who has an asthma before i i find it quite interesting because i if i will be able to grow this one i will also be curing myself from asthma apparently you know <laughs> just so gullible when i was a child and so yeah i bought it with my own money because i have some um savings when you know during your birthdays and christmas time there you know the adults will be giving you money you know even 20 pesos uh, is big enough i don't have an allowance back when i was in elementary so i don't really have a lot but then i always save it to buy something that i really wanted for myself especially that one and so i bought it with my own money i don't need my parents signature in order for it for in order for me to buy it i bought like um a planting kit for a sunflower and then when i have it at home with me i mean when i brought it um, home my I, I asked my mom where i can plant sunflower and he said and she said just what are you doing with sunflower seeds you can't even grow a mango seed <laughs> you know adding salt to the wood but anyway i just did it i you know we have this backyard and situation it's not exactly a huge backyard but it is enough for one person to go inside and walk there. We have plants there as well before. And it is just full of land. We don't have the grasses and so on. It's just land where you can actually plant many other, uh, any kinds, uh, actually. And so I plant my sunflower seed. I follow the instruction. There is like a small paper in there. And, you know, the plastic is not even professionally packed. The plastic is like that of, you know, the ones that you use for ice tubes. Yeah. <laughs> and so they have also this like, printed out instructions that, you know, dig um, this deep um, into the soil. Centimeter, I think that was, I, I don't really remember. That was back way, way before. But essentially, I followed the instructions. And then I tried to wait for a week, maybe even three days, because they said after three days, they will be sprouting like a very small um, leafy stalk. But it never happened. I waited for weeks. No such thing appeared in that, you know, in that spot. And I just felt like, you know, I can't do it. I just, you know, forget about all of your childhood dreams. You will never be able to have like a garden of your own. Like, I can have a garden. I can buy some plants. I can ask people to plan it for me if ever I do have money in the future. I, I thought of myself, but that is not what I wanted. I just want to have something that I, I personally grew. But if not, then I'll abandon that kind of dream. <laughs> that is how disheartened I was when I was a child. But then I realized it, I mean, during this time, and I actually have forgotten about it when I was in high school and I, when I was in college, because I was too busy doing, you know, the essential things in quotation, uh, in quotation. Um, it's not essentially 
just the more the important things or the functional things that I can do as a human, you know, um, studying and also working. Although those are important because you have to live, <laughs> you have to earn money for yourself, and also you have to study in order also for you to um, somehow be competitive in this type of world. Although I know it's not just the education. We were all to believe that if you don't have education, you can't go anywhere near the successful person that you can ever become. That is not exactly true. Um, as long as you have determination, as long as you have all of these right things and you plan out your future, you will never be you know, a failure in your life. But anyway, I just want to put that as a dis disclaimer. But as a child, of course, I have to study. I have to work also when I, be, when I graduated. And so I, start, I, I then started to forget everything that my passion is calling for so you know like taking care of plants is just one of it um, another thing would be maybe in a different podcast where i will be talking to you about um some of the things and you know the creative side of me i have not been doing those things because my profession is just more of like very technical and so i just really forgot and i just really stopped doing it altogether because i'm not going anywhere with this one i'm not going to earn money because of this but I just realized during the quarantine that it's not all about that. It's just, it's also for my well-being, how fulfilled I will be um, exactly feeling when I see these plants grow. You know, I started with um, a bamboo plant. And it's just 150 passes for six stalks. And I chose that one, or at least my father <laughs> suggested for me to take care of bamboo plant first because you know I, I, I told him that I can't trust myself with these um, very sensitive um, plants or yeah no I don't want to be a plant murderer someday I don't dream to be that kind of girl but <laughs> yeah um, bamboo plant is one of the hardest a plant to kill and so I chose that and yeah it's still alive up, up until now although I lost I will not be lying I did have one of the stalks dried out, but I tried to look at the, because I planted it in different pots. And one of them is downstairs where it has little no sunlight. And one of it is inside my bedroom. And there is one time that I think I left it for three, two to three weeks without direct sunlight. And so that is what I realized that maybe what I am doing wrong. And so now I make it a point that every, I have a schedule, like every Wednesday, I will be placing them in the balcony for like an entire day, every Wednesday. And then just in order for them to get enough sunlight. Because all of these plants that I have is um, fine and it can grow well inside a low light condition or a low light room. And yeah, that is what I am doing right now. So... I'm just not too scared anymore. Um, I don't want to dwell on my past failures. And even now, I'm still failing as, um, you know, a plant mom. But then, <laughs> but then I realized that, you know, you just have to be more observant to them. Now that I am also always at home, I will be able to, you know, at least observe what is happening to their leaves when they have too much sunlight or if I am watering them too often. 
Now, I also tried to read more in the website or whatever websites that I will be coming across to. Um, like, how, why is like a bamboo plant leaf turning yellow? Those are the things that I'm looking, right, looking at right now. And also, I started having more plants because um, I received them as a gift. Then I started, after that bamboo plant, actually, since I still don't trust myself, I have bought myself dried leaves or dried flowers. I have lavender and eucalyptus as well as um, misty um, in my bedroom. Actually, the first few days, it was really fragrant and aromatic. So I decided I feel like it is a good buy, actually. But um, if I would be able to have, like, you know, a chance to actually take care of flowers, I will do so. Maybe in the future. But for now, I am happy with my dried leaves. And so, for those of you who are in the video, I also have this Bacularis plant in front of me. It's actually accidental that is in there. I have been trying to put like a setup for my podcast video. And then my plant is actually here on my desk all the time uh, on a daily basis. So I just put on my <laughs> camera somewhere and then it's just beautifully, you know, highlighted in there. So I have my front ground. You know, I have the Bacularis plant as my front ground. And that is just in tune with our topic right now. Since I'm talking about plant adoption, this is one of my adopted ones. It is a gift for me um, during Christmas. I actually also have a few ones that is also gifted to me. And as a freebie, I received as a freebie. Because I sometimes when I buy plants from the seller, they are kind enough to give me some of their free plants. Because sometimes I buy two, one for my um, aunt, uh, whom I called mommy. So I, I am giving, uh, whenever I do buy her some, I am giving myself as well one of the, <laughs> the plants that I am buying just because I want it as well and wanted to try it. And also the shipping fee is not a joke. So I always make it a point that it will be worthwhile. And then she gave me a snake plant. And honestly, the snake plant is not in the best condition when I got it. It has like bruises and actually I feel like, um, is it, I mean, I actually have this fear that maybe it's, it's just going to die on me. But then up until now, it is still there. It is still alive and kicking. No, it's not kicking, but yeah, it's still alive. And it actually has like this new sprouting um, plant a few days after I received it. And that is just so exciting, actually. And I feel like, am I the one who actually like uh, have taken care of this one? Because I, I think that it was just after three days. And then I am I, seeing this very little um, snake plant beside the, the bruised snake plant. And yeah, that is just so amazing. And now I have like two snake plants now, two pots of it. And the bacularis is also um, given to me like in bunch. So it, I think this is more than 20, 22. So I have 11 in each of the pots that I have. One is in my mom's bedroom and one is in my bedroom. That is just so um, pretty. Now that I feel like I am growing more plants than I have, then I feel more fulfilled. And I feel like some, somehow I'm closer to that childhood dream of mine where I will be having my own garden <laughs> in, uh, outside my house and also inside of my room. Actually, having plants is inside a room is comforting. It's, it's not exactly that you'll feel like I know that there are some benefits of some plants, like 
um, some plants with humidify uh, is also air humidifier, but it's not ex exactly that way that you exactly you feel it that you know, the air is cleaner in my room now that I have a plant. No, it's not that way, but it it feels nice. I'm waking up to something that is green, and also the first time I got my dried flowers. Whenever I open my eyes and see lavender, that, that is actually one, my favorite color as well as my favorite um, flower. When I open my eyes to it, I just feel so relaxed and, comf and comforted. You know, after a bad or uh, a rough night, maybe a rough day, whenever you see plants, um, it's just going to feel different, actually. That is just it. And especially if you have the very scented ones, you'll feel a lot more um difference when you have this and i also have like candle but i i got into candles as well and the scented ones are some are also very um therapeutic for me and since i started having the dried leaves i somehow somehow i do away with the scented candles because i know it's not very safe especially with the type of room that i have it's all woods i don't want to cause fire or else, you know, I'll be kicked out of this house. <laughs> but anyway, those are it. And yeah, I just wanted to briefly mention to you about the one of the plants that I have right now on my desk. And that is the succulent plant. Yeah, I've always wanted to have a succulent. And this, as you can see, this is not the most um, lushful one. But I got this, when I got this on a, uh, as a wedding giveaway, when I got this one, it's... It has a lot of bruise and it's not the most healthy looking but now the, it is more green it has a brighter green and you know it is shining now and the bruises are actually healed already so i'm waiting for it to grow more leaves now because i feel i, I know that i have lost some of its leaves um, um a few days uh, when i received it actually and then i started repotting them and also giving it more water more than twice i'm more than once um in two weeks so i'm giving it more water weekly now and sometimes i do spray water on my succulent and yeah i'm just trying to observe actually how what it needs because i have a different environment than other people that is you know, explaining all of these things maybe they do have like better sunlight in their room mine doesn't have one and maybe they are the way they are planting their succulents, the, the soil is different. And so maybe from each plant, you will have to take care of it differently. You just have to give it more attention than, than you think. One of my plants actually doesn't like sun. If it's ex exposed in a sunlight, it will just, the leaves will um, wilt. It's not exactly wilting though. It's just going to, what do you call that? It's, um... It's not, instead of it standing up, it will lose its structure and it will eventually dry out because uh, one of my plants, I forgot its name. <laughs> I forgot its name, but it has blackened spots and then one of, um, most of it, the, its leaves has in, is intact. It is not blackened or whatsoever. It's not, doesn't have those, but it did that, did that, the, no, it looks wilted. It looks very dried out. So I, as much as possible, wouldn't really add, I mean, I wouldn't expose it to direct sunlight. 
Those are my adopted children. And I'm pretty happy happy with the fact that I have tried again, that I did not let my fear um, over overpower the, the things that I wanted to do ever since. And I hope that at least this would also give you um, a realization that you can start doing things even don't don't try to start doing it just because it's quarantine and then once we all go back to normal you would um stop thinking about yourself again most of the things that we learned during this time we have to keep it to ourselves we have i think more if not this is just going to be a reminder for everyone for all of us actually that we have to take care of ourselves better we have to think um, that we don't have it's always just a reason to say that you don't have enough time we always have the time you just have to think how well you're going to spend it and we have to always rethink which is important which is essential and which ones is just you know out of the things that you're just comfortable because sometimes you thought that when you are doing it every day when you are doing um, those things um, for a long time those are what is comfortable but and th- those are the things that is just will, will be making you happy but if you go out of your comfort zone if you do something that you are scared of you have a fear from then you know maybe you will discover a new kind of happiness I will be ending my podcast in that note and I just hope that I've shared something that is valuable and maybe something that that is relatable for everyone. And yeah, I will be ending my podcast here and I will be hearing you next time. Hopefully, I'll be seeing you again on a video podcast. Just follow and also subscribe to my channel youtube.com slash sakurako katsuragi and also on my podcast, um, Talk Your Thought Without Spaces.